Hey, this is Rob Liefeld, and you're listening to uh, Matt, Ian, and Paul on the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. Welcome to episode 123 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul McGinty. With me, as always, are Ian the Sauce Sharply. Hello! And Matt Cassell. Hello! Better. Hello! Much better. Much better than last time. It is... Can I have started off lower? Hello. 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 Boy, Matt, Matt went up at the end of his. He should have <clears throat> just kept the one note. Next episode, I'll start. We'll get it. Believe it or not, that was totally unrehearsed. We'll nail it. It is Friday night, October 9th, and we are kicking off McSauce-tober. For the next four episodes, we're going to talk some Halloween stuff along with our comic book business. So for tonight's episode, we visited a local murder house. Legit murder house. Well, no one was murdered there, but that we know of. That we know of, but we're pretty sure. Yeah, this isn't like your local haunted house run by the JCs. This is a for real house of terror and horror. Local crazy person house where someone either someone has been murdered or no one's found out or someone will be murdered there. And it very likely even if it's us tonight. even if it's the owner. Yeah, we visited the guy that lives there. Not once, not twice. Not three times. Four times. Daring fate. We drove around. Well, we'll get to it. We'll talk about that. And Paul, what else are we going to talk We're about? We're also going to talk about some overrated Halloween horror movies. Or just Halloween things in general. Just overrated. Yeah, it, it's kind of like, you know, you go around, you're trick-or-treating, you get a bag full of candy. Some of that candy is like full-size Snicker bars, and some are those shitty boxes of raisins that nobody likes, and you throw them right whoa, away. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nature's candy, son. Well, is it nature's candy? Most overrated Halloween item, oh, I don't, treat item, is any kind of fruit. We're jumping I don't, ahead. We're jumping sorry, ahead. Sorry, okay. How do we normally kick things off, Paul? We normally kick things off with housekeeping with Ian Sharpley. That's right. With horror housekeeping. Haunted housekeeping. Yes. You can go to the spookymixsauce.com for all of your tricks and treats check out our web comics our reviews and this lovely podcast at mixhoss.com if you go to our facebook page you can be updated on all the mixhoss happenings facebook forward slash mixhoss you can find this podcast a number of different ways you can find it on itunes you can stream through stitcher you can also get it through the homepage of podomatic.com you can download from there. You can also stream. And if you'd like to check out some of the old school favorites, go to mcsaucepodcast.libsyn.com for some of our other haunted podcasts. We've talked about Halloween mm, over the past three years, probably five or six times. Big, big Halloween guys here at the McSauce This is our podcast. third Halloween. 
But we we right. jumped Is the gun. Right? Well, it, this will be our third Halloween, but I'm pretty sure that we've jumped the gun yeah, a think, number of times. Because we did Halloween and Easter one year. Yeah, we started the podcast in uh, March, uh, whenever we started it, about three years ago. And by April, we were talking Halloween. So it, it's just, if there's one holiday that McSauce is a fan of, it's Halloween. Yeah, I, I suppose that's true. I like the holiday. I like, you know, spooky things and scary stuff, but I don't like the season that's associated with it. Interesting. I don't like the fall. If it could be summer all the time, that's how I want it. I want shorts, flip-flops, t-shirts all the time. The older I get, the more I appreciate fall. I like the change of weather. I like the beautiful scenery here in western Pennsylvania, how the leaves change, how the outside just gets a little little brisk. You put on your hoodie. Football season. All the good stuff. Do you know what scenery that I appreciated tonight? The scenery at the murder house. Folks, we're going to put a video up on the Facebook page of us looping around this house tonight. Now, I'm going to try to paint the picture for you visually, um, but whatever we say will not do justice to, to the to the house. Um, so uh, let's just tell the story. We'll start at the beginning. Uh, tonight we're actually coming at you from uh, the McSaw Studios uh, north. That's Macabre Mansion of Murder <laughs> Mystery. McSaw Studios. So many north. M's. And uh, so they so Ian and, and Paul are a little bit out of their element tonight and uh, we were going out for pizza before we recorded this episode and on the way I said hey guys you guys want to see this crazy house and neither one of these guys had ever heard of it and so we drove around it and and I think that this is before we got pizza and I, I think like the the my description of the house didn't do it any justice it, it was something that had to be experienced so we decided we were going to talk about it tonight, but that wouldn't do it justice. So we decided we were going to actually record us driving around the house. So we went back after we got pizza. We went back and realized, and we drove around the house twice because we were going to record it. And then we realized that only 11 seconds recorded because Ian is a horrible cameraman. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. So then we decided we need to actually go back. So but there was a little bit of a debate. Some of us in the car were saying, no, let's not go back. We will totally get murdered. Other of us that might have been responsible for not recording the events were pretty hardcore into going back. That's true. Braving danger, if it will. It's fucking spooky, man. And we, we ultimately decided to go back, and we got this really great video. We only went around the house one time this time because we felt... Going around the house four times in the span of about an hour and a half was really tempting fate. Um, the video will speak for itself, but um, guys, whenever I explain to you the house, oh, it's this crazy house, it used to be a beautiful Christmas display, and the neighbors kind of complained, and so he took his display and he turned it into just something horrific, and he, he like, just mutilated his ornaments and uh, lawn display things and replaced Christmas lights with floodlights 
And I tried to kind of convey that, but when you guys saw it for the first time, what was your reaction? When you said floodlights, I've seen floodlights. I know what they are. I was like, okay, this guy's got a couple of annoying little lights that turn on and off whenever somebody walks in front, or maybe even they're on all the time. These were full-on bat signal floodlights, industrial grade, Gotham City, on all the time, pointed in multiple directions at each one of his neighbor's houses, like probably pointed strategically at their bedroom window floodlights. So I did a poor job painting the picture verbally. This this is horrible radio because no one knows what the hell we're talking about, but it's fucking spooky, and you don't really understand how spooky it is until until you're there and you drive by it. Because we want there was a twenty there's a twenty twenty video of this guy in his house that we'll also link up at some point. Which before watch that pause it right now. Okay, now now you're back. <laughs> Now you're back and we can talk about it. You saw it, right? It was like Matt explained that it was it was like Griswold's Christmas. And the street that it's on is super super it's, bizarre too right. because it's it's a it's a loop. You go and it's not a big like it's not like a big Ryan Holmes cul-de-sac plan. It's a little street with maybe what six houses around the perimeter, something like that. And this house like an island in the middle of it. Right. And it's a big house with a lot of property, a lot of creepy property. And, <laughs> creepy property. Yeah, and uh, you know, initially when when we watched the 2020 video, it had all these Christmas lights. It was Griswold's, uh, you know, Christmas house. I'm sure kids from other neighborhoods just wanted to come see this house. I can remember um, years ago, maybe eight, nine years ago, something like that. Uh, at Christmas time, I can remember driving home and going past the road, and you could see it like a beacon in the night. You could see all these Christmas lights, and you're like, oh my god, what's going on? So, pulled up the, the street and went around the house, and you could see all these incredible Christmas lights. And, and since you drive 360 around the house, like each side of the house presents like new Christmas fun. Or new horror fun. <laughs> a different part of. Some person's shattered psyche. Holy shit. So, I can remember tonight, after we went past the house, we were on our way to pizza, and Paul said, that was the scariest thing I've ever seen in real life. Um, and there's something true about that, because... We, it, like we said later, it was almost like we dreamed it. It's almost like it's not real. Well, you like, had you had explained it like it was the Griswold's house, and then the neighbors got pissed because the lights were too bright. So then right. he just changed the motif of it, and he now then yeah. I was expecting like he just he just doubled down on everything at that point. Well, you don't like this? Fuck you! I'm just gonna like make it worse but it's not like it's geared to a season anymore it's not like it's a halloween house now now it's it's, it's still like, christmas but it's all the time but it's got weird shit sprinkled throughout so like the whole front lawn's covered with like fisher price like toys like little like, like playset um, toys yeah. playset toys and little you know the big plastic wagons are lined up as sentries around 
the front wall of the yard and there's you know the, the pull wagons and there's like the little fisher price cars that you sit in some of them have like decapitated santa sitting in them and then there's you know like the fisher price little girl's kitchen playset up on the top of the hill it looks like a creepy mansion you know looking down on all of the horror that is this guy's front yard just full of just really bizarre stuff and Matt was explaining to us he has some signs that were up talking about specific neighbors. And Not I thought yet. that maybe the, he had, like, Fisher, one... Fisher Price was side one of the house. And then you get around to side two, which is the signs. Right. And the way Matt was explaining it, or the way that I had perceived it with my normal rational brain, was that maybe it was one or two signs. He has... It's just wallpapered. It's a wall of signs about the... Ross police, individual neighbors, something about a dog's asshole. It's just total, <laughs> there was complete madness. One of his neighbors had passed away, and shortly thereafter, he's posting signs on, like, what a C-word she is. Like, it, the guy is just a vile, vile dude. Like, the, the decapitated statues of, of choir boys... Or the the decapitated head on a pike as you enter. To There's go at least it. Set, when you get to the once you pass all the crazy political and you know I hate my neighbors signs that also you know that's you know topped off with a big plastic light up Santa Claus that has um, yellow lights coming like to make it look like he's peeing. Which Once I think you, is an amazing. Did we touch. see that tonight? We it wasn't. It, yes, we saw did it. Did we? I didn't know what that was. I saw it on the video when we watched it yeah. afterwards. I, I, met, I said something about it on one of the one of our passes, but then you get to the the third side of the house, and that's when you get like seven decapitated choir boys, and there's some other weird shit on that side of the house too. That's a, where the there's a snowman that's untouched. Right. It's like well. <laughs> And that's, Why is the, it looks like a legit Christmas decoration? That's the side of the, the house chaos. with the you know this house is under video surveillance. Blah blah blah. Trespassers will be shot. He had a for sale sign on his house right next to a giant picture of Einstein's face that said "for sale cheap" or something like that. Six hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. It's just it. It's like. If it wasn't real, it would it would be absolutely hilarious. But it is real. And the so you pass the choir boys, and you get to the the last side of the house, and the, this side's mostly dark. No, there's no decorations on this side. And then as you're pulling more toward the front, there's just this giant tarp covering the hill, and evenly placed at the top of the hill are like a Fisher Price desk, like a Fisher Price like kids sink, and then another desk. And it's just like... Do you know why that side was dark? Because I don't think he has neighbors on that side. Yeah. Uh, like, his efforts were going that, to be unappreciated on that side. Exactly. He's not He's not trying to make his house look horrible to make it look horrible. He's doing it to torment the people that he lives around. And to, to cap it all off, once once you get to the end, there's a, some, a doll head on a, on a spike... It, it truly, w- without over-exaggerating, because I want to try to be like as real about this as I can, it really feels like it's pulled out of a nightmare. It feels like it could easily, easily be like the scene of a 
horrific crime. He could be a serial killer with tons of bodies in that house. Like, when you see this dude on the news and it comes out that he had people chained up in his basement, you'll be like, of course he did. Yeah, it's it's, it's the mo- probably the most legit scary thing I've seen in person. Because yeah. I've seen tons of movies, tons of creepy locations... But like this place is real, and it's like a couple streets away, yeah. and it's the and I after the first time we saw it, like the best way I can describe why it's so it's frightening to me is the the methodical organization of this insanity. Like he pl- he put all this. It's not like oh I got this. I'll just throw it out in the yard. Like the stuff's set up. It's planted purposefully. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And then Ian fucks up the video, and we gotta go back. Again. Did you guys like when I downshifted into first gear? And it was the scariest moment that we had tonight, because I really thought the car was stalling out, and it was right as we were cresting the hill, right as we were getting to the propaganda side yeah. of the house. Well, that was the brightest also, and I think that might be the front door side. I think it is too. And what happened was, I was scared going around at the, <laughs> going around at the fourth time because he does have signs on his house that say "trespassers will be shot." This guy does not seem like the kind of guy you want to trifle with. So leave it to McSauce to drive around his house four fucking times in one night. And so he has these signs, and I and I think I have a very distinct looking vehicle. <coughs> Uh, I'm not going to say what it is in case he's listening, but um, I thought, man, he could recognize my car. And, like, he could be waiting for us. You know, if those assholes drive by one more time, I'm going to shoot them. Well, we did. We did drive by (laughs) one more time. And he had time to get his guns or whatever. So as we're going around it the fourth time, I thought... I'm going faster this time, you know. Just be good with the video because I don't want to. I don't want to mess around. It's I don't. If we're going too slow, it makes it too easy a target to hit. So I was going faster, and somebody, one of you two guys, said, "Go slower, slow, slow down." So I did, and because it's going up a hill, um, I had to downshift into first gear. And when I did that, you know, I almost came to a stop. Uh. And you guys, the, if you guys that are listening listen to the and watch the video online you can hear real terror in Paul (laughs) particularly in Paul's voice genuine if you want to hear what Paul sounds like when he is truly terrified watch the video we talked before about how if this was a horror movie then the first thing that would happen would be that Matt would be killed because Matt is the only one of us that can drive a stick, so Paul and myself would be stranded there. Right. I was in the back seat, so if Matt gets killed, oh, I'm dead too. Yeah, yeah. Paul, Paul had the best chance of survival. I would say he was further away from the house. Me being the driver, and the house being located in the center of the road, I was closest. I was the one that was going to take that bullet to the head. Oof, Luckily, I that had didn't your guts happen. on me. Luckily that no my yeah my brains yeah all over you like probably in your lips and stuff yeah just like chunks of his skull like up your nose Ugh. in your teeth but that didn't happen tonight we Not lived tonight. we, we lived 
Uh, it, sound, it sounds funny now, and like I don't think the video really does it a, a whole lot of justice. But just like being there, the entire atmosphere going around this block is—it's spooky. Like it's—it's it's really unsettling. It mm-hmm. starts badly too, because as you pull onto the street, you see a truck, like a pickup truck, some kind of utility vehicle, and it is truly loaded with Christmas decorations, but like not. Maybe just given the context of everything, it's a little creepier, but, like, the Christmas decorations are kind of decrepit-looking, and they're kind of old and dirty, yeah. and it's just loaded with them. And you know you're about to pull onto that street when you see these things. If anybody wants... Well, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll post... If, if you want to get in contact with us, you want to find the address, we'll give you the address. You can go... For yourself, you can go at night during the day. We recommend sure going it's... at night because it, it really gets your, your blood going. It's better... No, for real. You guys, this is October, Halloween time. People like to go to haunted houses and stuff. If you really want that adrenaline rush that you get at a haunted house, go around this house. I cannot guarantee your safety. Uh, whereas, like, in a haunted house, you know, it's just all make-believe. This There's is- no waiver. There's no McSauce waiver here. Right. Well, there is. I mean, you sign the waiver, and you're... We are not responsible for your safety. And, and like, I don't care how good your fucking haunted house is. I don't... The best haunted house in the fucking country is not as scary as this, because this is real. Like, yeah. a real person built this Had a mental breakdown. House. Yeah. Exactly. Like... You can't help but wonder, what does the inside look like? Oh, and here was one of the creepiest things. Parked outside of his house is his car. We were like, whose fucking car is that? But We're it, pulling up to it, like, the first pass, and I'm, I'm like, this has to be a neighbor's. It's got to be a neighbor's. But it, it's on the side of his house. It's not on the side of all the other neighbor's houses. And yeah, Maybe you can't park on the right side right? of the street. Maybe. But the car is this black Mercedes like it is a nice car an expensive car it looked well taken care of it did so like that juxtaposition with the way that his house and yard are taken because it's not even a nice house it's like there's different kinds of siding on the same side of the house and stuff like it's it's a mess it's a nightmare come to life (laughs) it really is I, I still feel like you walk in there Marble floors. And it looks like the Mercedes. <laughs> Piano playing in the background. Butler comes up. Hey, oh, so can I that, help you? On that 2020 video, they say that at 3 o'clock in the morning, he'll go outside under a tarp. Why does it have to be under a tarp? That makes it so much scarier. But he mm. goes under a tarp, and he starts banging sheet metal with his sledgehammer just to wake people up, just to create... Uh, commotion. What a fucking they nuisance. A, they, the, the neighbor... The, the 2020 video is talking to the neighbors about how they're, you know, like, held hostage in their houses, essentially. And I was like, well, just fucking move. But I didn't realize until one of the neighbors mentions it. He's like, we can't sell our houses. No one wants to... No one will buy this right. living across from yeah, this guy. Right. I'm like, oh, fuck, we'll burn it down. <laughs> Your own house, not his house. It's or his house. Because he'll, he'll you, come you back from the hoping, grave. You keep hoping that maybe he'll burn it down himself with all like some kind of electricity he'll go back. But apparently the guy's an electrician to begin with, so like this is his thing. Well, he doesn't lights. look very young, or I mean, he doesn't look very old either. 
So he's got some he, uh, years looks, in him to torture these. He, yeah, he looks 50s, late. He looks 50s. late forties, I'd say. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe somewhere 50. in his fifties. Um, but he's not a good dude, uh, and he's definitely not the kind of neighbor that you want. But but a great way for us to kick off Mixostober. It really is, um, and it may have to be a tradition. It may have, you know, we might have to go back to the murder house to kick off Mixostober again next year. Um, we'll have to see how we feel about it. Right now, I feel like, no, I don't ever want to go back, but... I feel pretty thankful that we made it around that house four times alive, that nothing bad happened, no one's dead. It's amazing. The fourth time, I was frightened. I really was. I was actually legit scared, because I was like, I'm not going to see it coming, that bullet, right through the you window. Know, like, I'll just one minute be there and then the next I won't that's what heads in my mouth (sighs) that sounds so dirty (laughs) that's what I said it yeah Yeah, it was um well I I I have to imagine there's a lot of that going on where you know other we're not the first people to buzz the tower a few times in the same night and you know drive around the street do you think that maybe he gets a kick out of that that people are driving around because that's even more of a nuisance to his neighbors that people are coming by and driving around the Could be, but he seems and... to not want people to fuck with his area. Like, yeah. he doesn't want anyone near his car. He doesn't want anyone near his house. That's true. Um, he, he's just... He's got to be the most miserable person on the planet. Like, he has dedicated his life to tormenting his neighbors who don't seem like that bad of people. Like... What, what could they have done for you to 100% dedicate your existence to making their existence a pain in the ass? In, in the video, it seems like all they did was go over and ask him politely, Hey, could you turn it down just a little bit with, that, with the holiday stuff, with the Christmas decorations? Because they also they, they show a picture of what his house looked like before. It was a joyous holiday wonderland, but... All they said was like, hey, man, just turn it down a little bit. Well, you know, I, I can't help but wonder if that's really the way it went down. I could see the neighbor being like, whatever is, I forget what his name is. Do you remember? They Bill. Said his name in the, I think it was Bill? Bill. Hey, Bill, come on, man. Like, enough with the lights. We're trying to have Thanksgiving dinner. It was probably some of that. Then it was probably getting, e- getting Ross Township Even if it involved. W- and at that point... It, he was probably just like, well, I mean, fuck you. There's, you know, decapitated choir boys. Even if he, somebody went over there and said, fuck you and fuck your house, that doesn't require somebody to respond in this way for years and years and years to right. have murder house. It's been like this for like seven years or whatever they said now. I mean, it... Those people, And it's man. still going... Like, this asshole lights his shit up every night of the year, 365 days out of the year. The electric bill's got to be crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, all that just to. We're not here even. to dispute the mind of a madman. Because I mean, this. We're just here to report. Nuts. What we are here to dispute tonight is what we feel are are the overrated aspects of this holiday that we here at McSauce love more than any other holiday. Because um, you guys out there in McSauce land, you always say, 
hey, why don't you guys hate on some stuff? You're always talking about <laughs> how too much nice. you like things and how great things are. Why don't you give some hatred to some things that you say that you like? So why don't we do that tonight? That's what we're here to do. Ian, I know one of the more overrated things for you, you don't like dressing up. Oh Every, my god. Everybody loves dressing up at Halloween. Oh, I get to be something special and different and basically like if you're a girl I get to be a whore for a night. <laughs> uh, if you're a dude, I don't know what you do. <laughs> if you're a girl you can admit that you're a whore for one night. <laughs> oh boom! Have some of that female listeners at the sauce at on Twitter. Please direct your hate mail to at the sauce. Uh, bring it on. <laughs> so, Ian, you don't like dressing up. Yeah, I don't. And I don't know what happened to me along the way. When I was a kid, I used to love dressing up. It would always be like obscure I, shit. Can I answer your question? Uh, yeah, go ahead. What happened? You became an adult. Oh, okay. Like, okay. dressing up is kid shit. Yeah. I When we were kids... We would go trick-or-treating, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and our mom or our dad or our friend's parents or whatever would go with us because we were with our friends, not just because, like, <laughs> the, you know, the dad down the street of my friend didn't just take me. You get what I'm saying? So you would go with parental supervision. But they would just stand on the sidewalks wearing a coat or, you know, what, normal clothes. Or, but maybe, today, or maybe your mom puts a witch hat on. No, she didn't. I mean, I didn't make you in general. Even that was a stretch. They wore fucking clothes. You know why? Because they were adults. But now, parents, like, they, they can't let it go. They can't realize that that aspect of the holiday is for, ch- it's for children. It's, it's, just, it's just for the kids. They make too many adult costumes. Their entire stores and product lines dedicated to slutty costumes, slutty raggedy and slutty whatever. Right. Go to go to the Halloween shop, and if it's a girl costume, I would say seventy five percent of the time, if not more, it's some kind of slut outfit. Let's be clear. I have no problem with these slutty costumes. Oh, I don't either. I'm just saying. This is not part of what's overrated. No, 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 no. I don't hate. This, this is what I'm just a-okay with Halloween. We're reporting. The More news. of this, the point is, please. The point is, like, it, slutty it's, Helen Keller. They're just yes. they're just dressing up uh, because they can't like let that aspect go. Ian, you quit enjoying it because you grew up and you became an adult because that's what I don't adults think do. We can't let go of our childhood. I think it's just we clearly love our childhood. We we're, do, but but. We we do, but yet we still have grown up. For example, we do not still play with action figures. But we've all though- recently purchased an action figure within three months, right? Well, I purchased two today, but that's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> what did you get? I got a, a Ray from Star Wars. Oh, cool. Uh, three and three quarter inch figure, and I got a new Stormtrooper, three and three quarter inch. Pretty cool. So, I like it. Yeah, I got two more to get. I'm gonna get. Um, I'm gonna get Kylo the. No, I already got a Kylo Ren. I gotta get a, a Finn. Finn, and I need to get a... Captain Phasma. No, I got a Captain Hux. Phasma. No, I don't think they even made Poe Dameron. Yes, Poe Dameron. Thanks for going through the list. I couldn't... Man, I'm so bad with names. I couldn't even think of the Star Wars cartoon show earlier tonight. I'm like, what's that Rebels. called again? Rebels. Have, have they shown it, any of the what Andy Serkis' character is going to be? Because it seems like that's going to be something that's going to be cool. We don't know. 
I've heard a rumor that he looks kind of like a grayish colored zombie type character. Oh. But um, I thought it was going to be more cybernetic or something like that. But I don't think it is. Yeah. But 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 nobody knows. But anyway, so we're we we are still kind of holding on to our childhood. We, we do we read comic books, watch cartoons, and buy action figures. We do hold on to our childhood, but we don't do we we appreciate the things that we had from that era. But I don't think we're doing all the same things. Like, like there's to me that's kid shit dressing. But dressing, up. yeah. But I I don't think adults dress up because they're holding on to a part of their childhood. What are they doing it for? They're doing it for an excuse to just go be silly for a night. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. It's just to go out and, you know, let loose and party. It's not, you know, if... I, I mean, if, it, if people did it because they held on to their childhoods, we would like to do it. Because we love our childhoods. It's not like... It's not like people are dressing up. Adults are dressing up like, Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to be Shira. Or... Uh, Strawberry shortcake. People I was say, like, one well, of our listeners dressed up a cheer at a recent right. Halloween. Usually, party. I see like and, with parents. I, I feel like when I see parents taking their kids trick or treating, they're dressed up now. They're dressed up as like a fairy princess or whatever, and I'm just like, really. But it's yeah. not like they're. I, it's not like they're that they're dressing up to reconnect with something from their childhood. They'll be like, you know, slutty firemen. Whoa. Or, you know, like a box, <laughs> a box of cigarettes. I like slutty firemen. Yeah, you know, you're right to a degree, but, uh, you know, I don't... Th- I mean, like I just said, a fairy princess is kind of connecting to to their childhood or whatever. So I, you have both. I think what you're describing are the, the people that are going to Halloween parties. And, you know, it's an excuse to... Well, to, not everyone to, is so... To let their... To let their hair down. Right. Well, it's an excuse to let their hair down and, um, you know, to basically have a look that goes with their inevitable behavior. Slut. (laughs) And not... What was I going to say? You just derailed me with that. Um, Like, not everyone is so in tune with their childhood as we are. Maybe that's the thing. We spread it out through 12 months. So maybe dad that works the serious office job his entire life. He gets to go out with his kid who's living his childhood. Yeah. So he gets to be a part of that for one night a year. That doesn't sound so bad to me. It's not bad. It's just not... I don't know. I I, I mean, it's I not prefer, for us. Just yeah. Dressing up is not for the McSauce podcast. Like, I love being silly and I love doing silly things. I, I prefer my words and my actions be silly than my overall dress. I don't know why. It, it just... I'd rather m- me actually and have an active part in the silliness than just putting on a wig and being fucking goofy. Well, I also appreciate cosplaying way more than people dressing up on Halloween, adults dressing up on Halloween. These cosplayers put so much care and effort into their costumes, and I feel like there's a real love of what they're doing, whereas these fuckers on Halloween just go to the, the costume store and, you know, try to find the skankiest outfit they can, or, you know, like in my case, I tried to find something to wear last year and, like, it was fucking stupid. And I, I don't know, it's just like, th- there's no real passion for it, it's just an excuse to get dressed up. Yeah, like cosplaying, it, it is a celebration of 
the character and the story and the mythos of whatever you're cosplaying as. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. So th that's the one thing that I... I don't want other people to not dress up. It's fine. I love Halloween parties. I love I Halloween love parties too. Watching people dress up, that's fine. I just don't want to be I don't want to be in costume. Don't give me shit if I'm not in costume. That's the biggest problem I have with it. People just give you leave shit. Leave me the fuck alone. So what? I don't want to dress up. Get off my fucking nuts. You dress I don't up have all to the dress time. up. Under I try not to. Protest. I try not Under to. Under protest, okay. Yeah. So and if I do, it's like, I'm going to wear the Superman shirt and put a button-down shirt over top of it and get some glasses. Like, I'm not going to go out and get some heavy-duty costume. What's an overrated aspect of Halloween for you, Paul? I really wasn't prepared for this question. Matt, do you have something I, I on, do, on the board? Actually, okay. Yeah. We'll uh, back without you. a doubt, fucking candy corn. Candy corn? Candy yeah. corn. No one likes that, though. Uh, I think... No, I, I like well, candy corn. No, what's corn. overrated about it is how much people don't like it. Candy corn gets shit on so much. We get it. It's disgusting, okay? It's awful. I love the look of it. It looks very Halloween-like when you see it. It also... Halloween. How much candy corn are you it eating? Also looks eat very, much, it also looks very retro. It does, and I like that too. It hasn't changed it in thirty-seven years because it has because yellow, white, orange, those color brown, those colors were invented in the seventies. They so. were. <laughs> those are the kinds of colors you find on an arcade cabinet from the seventies with like those retro stripes and everything. But for real, it, it's like it, it's just tasteless. It's just sweet. Nothing, but it has like that waxy, like feel to it. It it, it just doesn't feel good in your mouth. Well, it, it doesn't taste good, and uh, circus peanuts aren't far behind. Well, circus peanuts yeah, they're both are disgusting. way Actually, worse. Circus peanuts. Uh, you stole my thunder, Paul. Circus peanuts are the worst candy. Candy corn's the second worst. Maybe somewhere in there we can like kind of sandwich some black licorice. Ugh. That sounds I like, like black a black licorice. That sounds it's like stuff, a disgusting man. sandwich. Mm. It's black like two circus peanuts, a candy corn, and black licorice. Uh, what are your feelings I would on candy corn and circus peanuts? What are, what are your feelings licorice? on chocolate candy corn? The the brown instead of the still tastes orange? like candy corn. Still I, gross. I like it. I I'd probably pass on it. Like you I know what is disgusting? The pumpkin candy corn stuff. They're they're shaped like little pumpkins. Oh. Those taste like fucking garbage. I haven't had them. No? It, are they... Are they like... I won't go near candy corn. I don't care what flavor I mean, you tell me it is. You know, you go to a Halloween like pussy. party. Don't give a shit. I'm not eating it. Yeah, that's the that's the best kind. The pussy flavored ones. <laughs> <laughs> like little clams. Mmm. Mm. Clammy corn. Mm. Do they, does it have the retro? It has the retro bush. On it. <laughs> of course it does. Uh. <laughs> you can't have seventies can seventies clammy corn without clammy corn without it being here stoot. <laughs> oh, I don't know how we made it there, but um, but yeah, it. I think it's an overrated can. A lot of people like it actually. Like Paul, I know you said that people shit on it, but they should shit on it because it's not good, and. Clearly, some fucking people are liking it because they make it every year. And here's the crazy thing. You go to a Halloween party and there's always that dish of it, right? Like, there's a dish of it. 
I eat it every fucking time. I at least grab one. Dummy. Why do I do that? Dummy. You have to do it. Super dumb. We were talking some overrated Halloween horror movies. Halloween slash horror movies. Yeah. Uh, before we started. Ian, you were regaling us with the tale of The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, I don't think that that film is overrated. But I was talking about when we went to see the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. One of our one of our listeners, Mike Holshue, the original was his favorite film of all time. So when they issued the remake, we all got together. We went to the movies, opening night all together. Pack theater. Sitting there. And before the opening credits finished, there were at least two groups of people that walked and left the theater. Because the opening credits are a little... There's some weirdness going on. That movie's fucked up. And if you get deeper into the movie... I, I haven't seen it since we went to see it in the theaters. But I I remember a... a uh, one of the mutants bites the head off of a uh, off of a bird, and then he also does something where he sucks breast milk out of somebody at gunpoint. Yeah, like, they, there's a uh, lot of like really disturbing shit in these, that movie. Yeah, these like two this mutants. Is the original? Like, this is the remake. I don't know remake. if that part's in the, that part's not in the re- in the original. Yeah, he they like rape this mother and daughter in this bus while like the dad's tied up outside mm-hmm. and stuff. It's just it's super fucked up. Uh, yeah, I mean, overall, like, horror movies, it does the job. It's unsettling and frightening. It's a good movie, but mm-hmm. that shit is, that's messed up. Yeah, I, it's not an overrated movie. I think it's, it's pretty scary and disturbing. I don't, think, disturbing. I don't, know I don't I, think people give it enough credit. Yeah, I don't think I would go back to watch it again, and that's not because it's a bad movie. It's because it disturbs it, yeah, me so badly. Because I'm, I'm, like, I'm done. Those. I don't need it anymore. Yeah. yeah, that's, um, you know, it's, it was, it's so... So graphic, like I, I'll never ever forget, you know, watching that scene from that movie, just you know, being totally put off by it. Um, one thing that we were talking about before we started recording, and it seemed like it was a uh, sort of a theme, the some of the original films, Friday the Thirteenth, the first Hellraiser, Nightmare on Elm Street, we haven't seen in a while. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, all those original 70s movies that kind of set the horror genre in its place and kind of got really, the ball rolling. really kicked off the slasher genre. Yeah, all those movies kind of don't don't hold up anymore. Well, I think, I think Nightmare on Elm Street does. I don't think that's an, an overrated horror movie. Um, I need to see it again. It's not, it's not... It's not bad. I mean, it's and it's clearly an '80s movie, um, but like one of the movies that always gets you know hyped up all the time is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I fucking hated it. I was I was bored. Like it was yeah. just weird. It wasn't scary. Yeah. It was just it was just so fucking goofy. The remake, however, um, with Jessica Biel. That's I was thinking about it today. That may be my favorite horror movie. It's really good. It's really well done. Um, it's and creepy, it's really it's kind of scary. It's I, fucking frightening. It's like that fucking house we were at yeah. earlier, where it's it's like you get a sense that like I can't believe these people people like this actually exist. Yeah, only that was a movie. 
Right. Was that a Michael Bay? Did he direct or produce that? Um, he, I think he was involved. In he the didn't. Production. He didn't direct it because I, I looked up the director today. I think he was a producer on it. I remember going to see that movie in the middle of the day. Yep. And it was a, it, me and my wife in the theater by ourselves, you know, noon on a Tuesday, and I remember coming out of the theater scared as. Fuck. Directed Is by that... Marcus Nispel. Marcus Nispel. Yeah. I saw that in the theater also. Uh, and I went by myself. Because sometimes I like to do that for horror movies. And kind of like try to find a good corner of the theater to sit in. So you feel as isolated as you can. To kind of really try to experience like as much fear as you can. Um... I did that for uh, for that movie. I did it for The Exorcist when they reissued that because I had never seen it before. Um, and I also did that just recently for um, The Visit, the M. Night Shyamalan horror movie. Good movie, by the way, if you guys want to see a pretty good horror movie with a kind of a creepy twist. Um, the more I thought about it, the, the less scary it was. But within the moment, it, it really affected me. But Texas Chainsaw Massacre... That was a scary movie. There, there was a lot of moments to it that were scary. Um, I think that, um, and this is gonna, this is gonna be an unpopular opinion, but I think the original Halloween's overrated. Yeah, that's it's, a really unpopular opinion. It's so slow. Right it just, here, it just drags. Like there's nothing like real exciting about it. It's just, it's just, ooh, it's so slow. I don't know, man. I think that and the second one are really, really great horror movies. I, like I, I haven't seen the second. The one original in a long Halloween time. is one of my favorite horror movies. So for you to say that it's not that good, I don't know. Like it, I love the the remake too, the Rob Zombie remake, and that was actually a lot slower than than the John Carpenter one because. It incorporates that entire backstory for Michael Myers that we didn't have in the original. Did you like them adding a backstory to a character that previously was kind of faceless, nameless? Like I was fine with it. I didn't. Yeah. I don't really feel strongly one way or the other. I kind of take each movie as completely separate things and kind of assess them on their own merits rather than like comparing one versus the other. Um, if I was going to compare one versus the other, I might say I like the Rob Zombie one slightly better just because it's, it's a little dirtier. It's a little more raw feeling. Um, it's certainly more intense. So like, you know, I appreciate the original for what it means to like the horror genre as we know it, because that really was the first of the slashers, you know, that precedes Nightmare on Elm Street precedes Friday the 13th. Um, so, it's John Carpenter, too. I mean, that guy just made... Well, here's a good question. Wes Craven was kind of the horror master, too. Who is the bigger horror master? John Carpenter or Wes Craven? Well, John Carpenter has The Thing. What are some of his other huge hits? Um, the Fly... That was him, right? Mm, I think so. He did. Have we all seen The Fly? I haven't seen the second one. I saw the first one. I haven't seen it in forever. 
Just it's the a, fact it's that a we're, goofy movie. We're kind of it's looking up goofy. John Carpenter's other horror stuff. I don't I think. think it's scary though. I think it's just it's weird and kind of it's kind of sad. He did Vampires in '98, Village of the Damned. Yeah. Um, they live. Big Trouble in Little China. Hmm. That's a good. The one. Thing, Escape from New York, The Fog, Halloween, Christine. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of think, especially with Wes Craven, not that Scream was all that horrific or super scary. I think the fact that he had uh, sort of like a second coming with that movie yeah. gives him a little more credit. Not that John Carpenter didn't have a bunch of hits, but I, I like that Wes Craven had John... a block in the early 80s and then kind of came back with the Scream movies. Yeah, too. John Carpenter kind of made his his mark in the 70s and early 80s. It looks like John Carpenter had less bigger hits and Wes Craven had a lot of smaller hits. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that might be fair. I mean, it's hard. I don't think Wes Craven had anything that that kind of is on the level. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street was big, but I think Halloween is a is a more impactful movie. I think that it did more for the horror genre. Well, between the thing and Halloween, I mean, those are two. Right. Those are two movies that everyone holds up in such esteem. Although, I if you're looking at iconic characters, you know, Freddy and uh, Michael Myers are, I'd say, equal levels. Yep. Um, I'd say that the Scream Ghostface guy—that's a instantly recognizable character. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a current TV show from it yeah. now. Right. Of course, they. They got rid of that look in favor of something else. Yeah, it's similar, but I don't understand why they needed to change it because it's such an iconic mask. Yeah. Um, it's still creepy. Right. Show's not bad either. I watched it. Yeah. Was it good? It was all right. I wanted to see Scream Queens, but I haven't seen that Oh, yet. man. That's really good. Is it? I like it. Yeah, oh. it's got um, It's got some... Some nice comedy, some whimsy to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's way wackier than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, like I thought it was gonna be played a little more straight comedy, like Glee. Oh, but okay. it's like the comedy, and it's just out of out of control. Over the top, yeah. real um, over the top dialogue. Stuff. But it's fun that way. I like it. Yeah. Is that on Fox? It's on it Fox, is. but it doesn't feel like a Fox show to me. It feels like it should be on. It should feels like it should be on FX, like a, mm. an American Horror Story or something. Yeah, yeah, because the uh, it's so it seems so un- untraditional. Um, and, and yeah, maybe the, that's because Ryan Murphy's you know the creator behind it. So, um, you know, we were talking about overrated horror movies. Personally, I thought The Thing was pretty overrated. How dare you? I was kind of bored with it. It was on the other day. Um, and I watched bits. I caught bits and pieces of it. It was still a little disturbing. It, yeah, I mean, I saw it not too long ago for the first time. I had never seen really? it until I was in my, maybe my 30s. I didn't see it till. Maybe two, three years ago. Yeah, and and I was not impressed. Um, but that that's so th- that's very classic, Matt and Paul, in terms of like we both like John Carpenter. I love Halloween. Paul's like nah, and then Paul loves the thing, and I'm not into that. Well, so I I liked it a lot. Uh, I was really impressed with how well the alien held up. Yeah, 
yeah. considering that it was practical effects from you know the like, 70s term. practical can't effects you can't even hear it can't even hear it anymore. No, 82 um, yeah I was like oh man why don't we see this thing it's gonna look like shit but even like the way the blood jumped in the tray and yep. you know the way the aliens tentacles and stuff looked yep. I was yep. like alright well done but yeah I thought uh, I thought the thing was, was pretty good I've got one that people beat up all the time. Dreamcatcher. I know it's not like a Halloween movie. It's a scary kind of movie. I never read the Stephen King book, but I was I was kind of freaked out by the movie. So this is a not overrated. This is an underrated movie. I yeah, I think people beat this movie up and it it disturbed me. I don't know what's going on here, Ian. I thought we were clear on what we're doing today. <laughs> what circles are you running in that people are even talking about Dreamcatcher? Dreamcatcher? I, I hear it all the time on um, <laughs> on message forums or on the streets. No, on, the, on, on, on bad movie podcasts. On dreamcatcherisbetterthanyouthinkitis.com fan boards. <laughs> <laughs> no, on, on podcasts that talk about movies. I listen to those. You guys listen to those. Not well, the one about you know what? So we all, so we agree that I've that's... never seen it. I've never in seen relation it. to the book. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, but it's not a it's not a bad movie. It's what fine. makes it suck in comparison to the book. There's the first thing that stands out is that in the in the book in a novel, you're able like there's this whole bit where. One of the characters has, I, I, I don't even remember what exactly the thing is, but he has it in this like filing room in his brain. And it's like, you know, he mentally goes in there and in the book, Stephen King describes, you know, like, you know, what the floor looks like and how it smells. And he's actually like physically in this yeah. place when he's just like rooting around in his brain for stuff. And there's a way you can describe that kind of thing in a novel that you that doesn't really translate properly um, to to a movie. Yeah. I was also really disappointed that Jason Lee got killed in like the first ten minutes. Spoilers for Dreamcast. Well, I guess I won't be seeing that movie. Well, um, Jason Lee should never die in a movie. Period. Jason Lee should have never did uh, that terrible sitcom he was on, which is. Overrated. My Speaking name is of Ryan. overrated things. Yeah. yeah, well, that's not a horror movie. I was like, this is going to be great. I get to see Brody Bruce once a week on my television. Did you guys hear... This is going to be great. ...what the premise of Mallrats 2 is going to be? Die no. Hard or more. Yeah, like, and apparently... Brody is Bruce Willis. Yeah, Brody. Yeah. Brody's putting together, like, the mall's going to be turned into an outdoor strip mall. And before it happens, he's hosting like a comic book convention in the mall and then that's when shit goes down and I just thought really like that's that's Mallrats too like I don't know I know that Mallrats was one of the more slapsticky Kevin Smith movies but that just sounds kind of kind of odd to well me. It, it sounds like Kevin Smith is overstepping what he's good at like he did with Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back yeah you're good at Two people talking right. and writing funny Situational dialogue. comedy. You're not good at, you know, big sweeping action set pieces. Yeah. Did well, he we did like Cop Out. Did, did mm -hmm. we like... But he didn't write it. He just <clears throat> directed it. Oh, still. Did we like Red State, which he did write and direct? I liked Red State, yeah. I also liked Red State. I'm yeah. not out on Mallrats 2 yet. I'm not out either, but I'm just like... 
Really? Like, that? Th- that's it? You know, I've, it doesn't matter what he says it is. I'm excited to just be able to see Jason Lee as Brody Bruce again. Yeah, yeah, agreed. In a lot of ways, Brody Bruce is probably my spirit animal. Hmm. So, uh, Sharply, what what else? What else is just an overrated Halloweenism? Hmm. I know we're sitting here drinking pumpkin beer, but pumpkin everything by the second day of October, I'm done with pumpkin. You're I don't want to hear about pumpkin, pumpkin fucking spice basic. latte. I don't want to hear about your pumpkin beer. Like I said, even though we're drinking it right now, <laughs> like oh, I I don't need pumpkin. I just hate the word by fucking 24 hours into October because everybody's beating their dick so furiously over pumpkin. Wow. I'm in. I'm it's, in. it's too much. It, uh, pumpkin is no sweet potato. Come on, son. The sweet potato wishes it was the pumpkin. Sweet potato the sweet is potatoes, like, far God, superior. God damn, I wish you could make me into a spiced latte. Uh, you can, though. I, Have you I had think a you sweet can. potato spice latte? No, but I bet it would be way better than pumpkin. Uh, well, I'm not in on into the whole spice latte business just because I don't drink coffee or any of that crazy crap. But pumpkin gobs. That crazy crap. Like, no. Ooh, pumpkin gobs, boy. Fuck uh, yeah. Get out of here with your gobs. Hell yeah. Oh my god. Pumpkin What's a gob? What makes like a gob? Pumpkin roll. masturbating right now. Yeah, pumpkin like desserts, like pumpkin shit from pumpkin the Pumpkin roll is good. Pum- but I don't want your pumpkin roll until fucking Thanksgiving, man. Pumpkin beer. Give it or take. Take it or leave it. Pumpkin spice lattes. Don't give a shit. But bakery products, pumpkin cookies, and pumpkin roll, and pumpkin gobs. I'm like, oh boy. Pumpkin pie, my favorite <laughs> kind of pie. You jump up in the air and second pumpkin heels. Second favorite kind of pie. Uh, oh. Oh. I do love pumpkin pie, though. Holy shit, is that shit good? Not overrated? No. Matt, what's, what, what else is overrated about Halloween? Can we go back to a gob first? What yeah. is a gob? It's just like... A gob is like two very light pumpkin cookies with cream in the middle. Oh. See, I don't like stuff in the middle. I don't want my donuts filled with stuff. I don't want I don't jellies like, and jams. I don't like your butt filled with stuff. I don't want my butt filled with stuff. <laughs> With gobs. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I feel like society has, has maybe reached its peak with all the pumpkin stuff. Because this season, I'm hearing it more than any other. Yeah. That people are like, fuck pumpkin stuff. Yeah. Because it's pumpkin overload. Yeah, and it, it is. And, like, as soon as, you know, what, like, that second to last week in September rolls around, it's pumpkin go time. Yep. Yeah. But that shit's good, it's man. It's a fall flavor. You know, you're not going to see pumpkin anything in July. Excellent fall flavor, the honey crisp apple. Agreed. I just bought that some of those delicious. last night. I don't know about them. I'm going to have to explore. My favorite. Ian, I have my some favorite in the fridge. I'll give you one. Ooh. They're good. They taste They taste like how like fall should smell. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. But you don't like fall, though. You just got done saying, like, yeah, I wish you it know. could be summer. But you can't have your fucking pumpkin gobs in August. Yeah, you can't have your gobs and eat them, too. You fuck? Well, you know, I guess that's why I don't kill myself every fall when summer's over, because there's something to look forward to. I love the fall. My favorite oh, yeah. holiday. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm fall, liking it fall much Fall is overrated. Speaking of overrated, fall is overrated. No. I falls think, awesome. I think that I stopped disliking fall once I got out of school and fall stopped representing 
you're going back to school. Right. All your fun's over. Now it's like, ah, eh, fun's kind of always suspended. So many wonderful things happen in the fall. My birthday. True. Uh, Halloween. The hockey season. The hockey season. Football Pumpkin season. Pumpkin gobs. Pumpkin gobs. All the new shows are starting. That's true. Okay. But you don't give a shit about new shows, though. You don't give a shit I about like new, new shows. shows, and then I fall off because they're not good. But like, you like the excitement around new shows. You don't do. like new shows. That's not true. I do like new shows, and then if they suck, then I quit watching them. And then if I get or busy, you I just quit yeah, them. you just get busy and quit watching. Um, like that Star Wars show. What's it called? Rebels. Yeah. Renegades. I'm all caught up on Rebels. Loners. <laughs> I'm all caught up on Rebels. I saw the trailer for the for the next season, which just so happens to start in fall, and it looks really good. Looks really good. Why isn't it on? Like they they had that two hour season or that hour long season two premiere like two yeah, months that ago. Was weird. Don't and car- then it's a giant break. Because cartoon seasons operate different than regular sitcom it's so seasons. Up. Cartoon I don't cartoon seasons are so fucked I up. I think it starts on the fourteenth or. I, I think it's a Wednesday night. I swear, Adventure Time has been going straight yeah, for we- five years. I'm pretty sure it's this Wednesday just night. Just have the Adventure Time sweatshop where they're just cranking out cells. Yeah. Like, the, for a long time there, like, I was really following Adventure Time pretty pretty hardcore. And there were new episodes all the time. I was like, this is a lot longer than there should be new episodes for this shit. But yeah, like, Star Wars and... Uh, Ninja Turtles shit's like you know what Ninja Turtles is pretty regular they'll take like two weeks off and they're like we're back season three premiere I'm like what the fuck I just watched season two finale I think the Star Wars thing's a little fucked up with the season premiere but then when the new season does start and I'm pretty sure it's this Wednesday the 14th at 9.30 yeah it's like a 9.30 prime time I got a I got a lot of stuff on Wednesday nights TV can end TV DVR can't handle all that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I think when the new season does start, it's going to be pretty, like, regular from there on. So. I'm looking forward to it. It looks pretty good. It really does. So, any... It does any... not look underrated. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Overrated. Overrated? Overrated. Overrated. Yeah, overrated. It's the overrated podcast. Sorry, so, Ian shifted gears We've all there been for shifting a back and forth. So, uh, does anybody have any more Halloween overrated and underrated aspects that they want to discuss tonight? Because I feel like we covered them here in our in our first episode of Mixostober. We got what three more weeks of Mixostober to come. I think we covered everything. I think there's some overrated things about uh, Christmas children's programming, but that's for another podcast. That's for Mixos. December? Christmas? December? December? I don't know. We'll figure but it we out. Do we do next month. Because it's... November it's just it's is, a, it's, is an extension of December, uh, don't you know? It's a giving. Yeah, it's a giving. For one full month of episodes about turkey. So we, we got you. your gravy episode. <laughs> we got your stuffing episode. By the way, overrated. Stuffing's disgusting. No, stuffing is great, but I like shitty box stove top stuffing. Well, your palate is dog <laughs> shit. <laughs> My palate has been cultivated by years your of fast food. Your palate is garbage town. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish town. That's going to do it for us here yeah. tonight. 
Thanks for listening to our first Mixostober episode for this season. My name is Paul McGinty. Ian Sharpley. Matt Casal. We'll see you next time.